Hello everyone, this is Deb McBride and welcome to my astrology podcast. Today is Sunday, July 21st, 2019 and I am in lovely Escazú, Costa Rica where we have just had a beautiful pink sunset. And so today's big news is Venus has reached Pluto in opposition and we've been sort of anticipating this as I spoke of last week because Venus was going to greet Saturn on Wednesday, which it did, and then traverse its way over to Pluto. Now, that Saturn-Pluto conjunction in Capricorn is very much alive and well and kicking, and first we had the sun there. You know, the sun moved from Saturn, then to Pluto in opposition, and now Venus has done the same thing. And Venus is different principles than the sun. Venus rules love and beauty and nature and harmony and the things we desire and the things we want and money and what I believe I suggested last week has actually uh, I believe manifested which is that we go from the limitation of Saturn to the openness and the transformation of Pluto and potentially an epiphany so Venus was pretty heated up from the eclipse because we just had another eclipse last Tuesday and we're still really in the effects of that for another couple of weeks and what we experienced was that Venus was at the north node which means focus on Venus focus on beauty and love and harmony and skill you know how you make money your skills and stuff and all the all the beautiful things that Venus represents in the sign of cancer which is a lovely hospitable sign water sign and then Venus opposed Saturn on Wednesday and the bite of the south node eclipse was was I think very draining and then the bite of Venus being involved opposing Saturn which was at the south node is very uh draining (laughs) and what was happening was that we were given the limitation we were shown the limitation and then we were asked to transcend the limitation we were asked to send to look at where the limitation was coming from why the limitation is what it is how come the limitation exists and where we feel limited and how to transform it transcend it work with it so if you did your homework you saw your venus saturn opposition as an opportunity to understand where the limitation was where the fear is where the anxiety is where this is going and then grab a hold of that and transform it so you were supposed to do something anything that you know how to re-empower yourself after watching the limitation happen with venus opposing saturn so venus comes in says i'm limited I'm, I'm restricted. I don't know what to do. I really don't know what to do. And maybe it's karmic. Maybe it's just a fence. Maybe you're just not seeing clearly. Maybe you were just exhausted, but <laughs> you got probably slapped with some sort of limitation. And Mars squaring Uranus um, the week before was a little agitating. So we've been agitated for a while. And Venus coming in and opposing Saturn and then the eclipse Uh, you know, all of this and the sun opposing Pluto, all of this was very powerful. All of it. I mean, this has been one heck of a powerful month. So we're dealing with some real 
a serious planetary uh, question for ourselves. You know, what did Venus Saturn show you about limitation? Where is the limitation? And I bet it's more than one area of your life. I bet there were a couple of areas where you saw the limitations. And if they are in a couple of areas, you can bet they're connected. You can bet one of them has a solution that solves the other one. And if you sit with yourself long enough and you maybe did a meditation, you might have discovered what those were. Now, when Venus opposed Saturn and then trying to Neptune, little Neptune said, oh, don't worry, Venus, we're going to solve this. We're going to heal this. And we had to kind of revert back to some things with Mercury going back into Cancer. So what I discovered was that I was correct in that there was an epiphany or at least the the opportunity to have an epiphany today or in the last couple of days because the sun was conjunct Mercury, Mercury-Sun conjunction, and Venus was opposing Pluto at the same time. So the information, Mercury, was being highlighted and we were being illuminated by the sun, which is the sun's job, and we got to recognize where the limitations could be transcended and worked through as we experienced Venus Pluto because Venus Pluto is about transforming now if you're a Venus Pluto person uh, you may have had a moment today that kind of made you flummoxed made you feel ugh. oh there it is again there's that Venus Pluto there's that vibe that I know so well because I have it in my charts and you were asked to transcend that you were asked to take that Venus Pluto and look at it outside the box because we're in Mercury retrograde and look at it and understand it from a different perspective and understand it so that people like yourself who are going through something you might have been able to give them a couple words of advice and wisdom and connection and and remember we're connecting venus is in cancer remember the north nodes in cancer we're trying to connect um so i would think that you could have helped somebody else once you had your own epiphany but this is an important moment because we finally finished the oppositions to the eclipse so mercury is going you know mercury is not going to go back to that 17 degrees it is going to go to 23 and turn around so it's kind of going there um it is going but it's not going to um give us too much agita it's going to give us clarity so what we're looking at is the sun having opposed everything the then venus having opposed everything and now we're moving into a different space because the sun goes into leo tomorrow night so we're leaving cancer we're saying bye-bye eclipses for now and bye-bye cancerian energies opposite the capricorn energies from the, you know the sun opposite the eclipse the sun in the north node and so we're moving into the sun where it belongs where it rules leo and so the sun is going to be ruling the heavens it's in its own sign it's happy there and for the next month we get to experience the sun in its rightful place that's going to illuminate us a whole lot. And we really do like that illumination. That helps in times like these. I think this was an intense eclipse. I think that it was not simple. I think it was hard to comprehend it, get around it, get through it, be with it. 
um, understand it, I think it was complicated. It's at the south node. The eclipse was at the south node. This was not something um, that we felt we needed to, um, you know, you know, rejoice about. <laughs> this was something that we needed to clean house about. We needed to take things out of cluttered corners. We needed to, you know, clear away some stuff that was getting in our way, whether it's mentally, emotionally, physically, um, we needed to release something. And hopefully the epiphany that you may have had in these last days helped you release something. But there was some very strong information in this eclipse, letting us know where we needed to do a little bit of work, letting us know where we were not aware of something, where we were probably not entirely conscious of something or how things were connected. So today that connection was made. So this was, this was complicated. This was hard. This was not something where it was like, oh yeah, that was great. That eclipse just like, it, it was energy. It was powerful energy. It was exhausting energy. <laughs> not like the first eclipse, which was at the North Node. And if you felt any of this, then you felt the difference between the two eclipses and you learned something very important learning the difference between an eclipse at the North Node versus an eclipse at the South Node. Um, this is what we experience every eclipse period. So we now get to go into Leo and get our confidence and get our, get our energy back and the sun will join Mars there and they can hang out together. And that's a good thing. In the meantime, uh, Wednesday we are having Mercury conjunct Venus. So again, there's more information. This is more information. This is, you know, probably, you know, the sun and Mercury today, Venus and Pluto today, Venus and Mercury on Wednesday. Now I looked back in the ephemeris and I did not see Venus and Mercury meet up in these last months, the last bunch of months that has not happened. So this is not something where Venus and Mercury met while Mercury was direct and Venus and Mercury meeting now again when their Mercury's retrograde, you know, Venus is, you know, towards the end of Cancer, because of course, if it's opposite Pluto today, it was at 21. And so Venus is moving along through the sign of Cancer and will actually leave there and go into Leo on Saturday of next week. So in a week on the 27th. So this is really something else. This is, you know, Venus and Mercury meeting up, shaking hands, talking to each other, having a conversation while Mercury's retrograde. And Mercury goes to Venus. Hey, you know what? The sun told me this. And Venus says, you know what? Pluto told me this. And so today's aspects, which is very interesting, the sun and Mercury are talking, Venus and Pluto are talking. And then Venus, one from each aspect set, comes and meets together and talks on Wednesday. So I think there's more information to learn. And that's good. Because if you did have an epiphany today, which I hope you all did, then you got some information. There's like a to, to be continued or a, another part to this that you're going to experience this week. So we're not finished. And we can really connect with that information and pay attention very closely. The more you pay attention to where the planets are, the more you're going to be able to relate the experience planetarily. And the more you're going to be able to get some good juice out of it because you're going to feel like you actually understand the astrology a little better. So for those of you who are interested in learning astrology, 
you know, pay attention. Get yourself a little uh, Jim Maynard calendar, which you can get on Amazon or any other uh, Jim Maynard outlet that you can Google, and, because they really do give you the aspects and what's going on, and they tell you what to pay attention to. So this was very interesting. One from each set of those aspects today is going to meet up on Wednesday and have a conversation. Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So I wonder what they're going to say to each other. I think they're going to say, hey, guess what? I learned this and I learned that. And guess what? How this is all connected. And we're, we're going to get to see the, the, some more answers and some more enlightenment from this. Because remember, Mercury's been illuminated by the sun. Mercury and the sun met once before. They met again and they're going to meet one more time. Mercury has got some like illumination to share with Venus. And that's going to make Venus very happy. Venus and Mercury together, that's a good thing. That's not anything really rough or difficult. We like this. There's no other really tough aspects to the, either of them this week. So um, that's a good thing. So then we are having um, Mars trying Jupiter on Thursday. That's great. <laughs> that is just good. That means we're getting our energy back. That means everything that's fiery is happening. That means we just, we're just going the fiery route and we're going to get some real fire energy back. We're not going to sink into the mud of the water signs. We're going to get some real fire energy. Now, you can do what you want with each of these elements. You can set the world on fire with fire, or you can use it to inspire yourself and be creative and be ambitious. Uh, you can be sensitive, connected, and empathic when things are in water signs, or you can crawl back into the sand and, like a little crab. <laughs> but that's your choice. You can do what you want with that energy. Mars trying Jupiter is really happy. It's it's lively, it's powerful, it's positive, it's optimistic, it's ambitious, it's Mars. We don't get this very often. It's Mars and Leo. Mars goes to Leo every two years, trining Jupiter in its own sign. Yeah, this is, this is great. This is like a really action-oriented energy. And it happens when the moon is in Taurus on Thursday, and it's not void. So use this energy. Create something exciting. Create something beautiful and and lovely and uh, th something thrilling for yourself. Then Venus goes into Leo. So tomorrow the sun goes into Leo and Venus goes into Leo on Saturday. And Venus gets to visit Leo for about, mm, let's see, at least a good three weeks. Yeah, three weeks, which is a fast transit. It is a fire sign. Enjoy this. Venus and Leo is great for being uh, expressive creatively. So now we've got Mars and Leo, Venus and Leo, the Sun and Leo, lots of fiery energy, lots of really good, wonderful, fiery energy. And that means that the Sun and Venus are going to join up eventually, and the Sun is going to do what Mars is doing and trying that Jupiter, and Venus is going to do what Mars is doing and trying that Jupiter, and that's all going to happen in early August. We're not there yet. But that's something to look forward to. That's They're going to happen around the same time. So this is really a juicy aspect. Yay, we need, some, we need some fire. We need some excitement. We need inspiration and creativity. These are nice, soothing aspects after eclipses happen. So 
if your head is still in the sand after the eclipse and this energy that's flying around now because there's a lot of energy flying around now this is all about really um just trying to sort out what the eclipse brought for you remember there's dark there's the dark moment then there's the light moment so you know, maybe the light moment wasn't so light. Maybe the light moment showed you things that you're not happy with. But you weren't shown anything that you couldn't do anything about. Meaning, whatever you were shown, there's a plan there. You weren't just shown something and just thrown at you and go, Sorry, this is the way it is. That's not the way this is working. It means this is what you have to work on. Get serious about it. Transcend it. And then you'll get some answers. But don't think that if you were given some information that was complicated during the eclipse and the Venus opposite Saturn, that don't think it's just you're going to resign yourself to it and put your head back in the sand about it. You can't do that. It wasn't designed that way. These aspects weren't planning on us to do that. They were planning on us to see it. Okay, get motivated. Say, I'm going to change this and use Pluto to change it. And that is what we have to keep remembering every time planets oppose Saturn and Pluto or aspect Saturn and Pluto. Get the message, transform it. Get the message, transform it. Work to transform it. This is, I'm going to say this a thousand times. You're going to get tired of it. You're going to say, please stop saying that. But it's the truth. And we don't learn it till we learn it. So we're really moving out of the Cancerian world right now. And we're moving into the Leo world. So the oppositions are going to end. Yay. <laughs> and we don't have to worry about this bouncing back and forth. Um, so we're going to have, you know, this nice Leo energy entering our life. And then we're going to get the sun square Uranus on Monday, the 29th. So the sun squaring Uranus is, that's a whole other energy. You know, that's exciting, you know, and where the sun goes, and you can be sure that Venus is going there too. <laughs> so, when when the sun squares Uranus, that's like that's a, that's another scent scent of illumination. We've got to follow it, you know. Follow the follow your nose to that illumination. It's the sun. It's enlightening us to something pivotal or to something exciting in in our lives that could change things, that can change things for the better, that could inspire us again. So now the rest of the task of this month is getting inspired, except the 31st. Remember, I've talked about the 31st, and we're going to talk about it now. We're going to talk about it next week, too, because the 31st is important. The 31st is the new moon at 8 degrees Leo. The 31st is Wednesday, not this Wednesday, the following Wednesday. So get revved up for the 31st, because once we get there, we know that, boom, the eclipses have kicked out. There's always that last lunation after the eclipses where we get to kick out. The energy and this is good because it's in fire and it's going to give us some life and some inspiration and optimism and it's the sun is in its own sign and we get that leo energy kicking out of you know kicking out the eclipses meaning we won't want to keep our head in the sand anytime soon after that and mercury goes direct that day again mercury goes direct at 23 degrees 58 minutes of cancer so it's moved back 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 remember it went retrograde at four degrees 27 minutes of leo when did it hit 2358 cancer it hit that back on 
the 20th of June. So remember, go back to the 20th of June, see what you were doing, think about what happened, and think about how the 20th of June, 21st of June may be feeding into now. So maybe you keep a journal. And if you keep a journal, you should go back and look at your notes and see what you might have learned at that point, because that was, um, you know, that was, there was shadow stuff going on there. So that was the shadow of Mercury. We went into the shadow then, and we knew that that was where Mercury was going to be retrograding back to. Furthermore, 23 degrees, 58 minutes is almost 24 degrees, which is where the eclipse was, 24 Cancer, 24 Capricorn. And while Mercury won't be at the south node, it will be at the north node, hurrah, it will be where the sun was during the eclipse. So again, we don't have to go back to the south node. <sighs> Breathe a sigh of relief and... <laughs> We can look at the North Node and we can see it's going to trigger the point, but it's not going to be in opposition. It's going to be at the sign of the North Node in Cancer. So the Sun was at 24 Cancer. Mercury is going to 24 Cancer. Mercury just conjunct the Sun today. We're having another sort of revelatory illumination moment on the 31st when Mercury goes direct and we go, aha, that's what that was about. And it's all going to be amazing because we're going to wake up to something keep working don't just sit back on your laurels if you did have an epiphany today or in these last days keep working at it we have work to do saturn is not letting us stop working saturn is not finished with the south node we still have to clear out old patterns we still have to work on these things don't let it stop you just keep working you have your epiphany fantastic have another one there are never too many epiphanies. So you could have another one on the 31st when all that wonderful stuff happens. New moon and Mercury stopping at that point and turning around. Mercury will, of course, pass through the end of Cancer and go back through the beginning of Leo where it started its journey and finish it up on the 15th of August. That also happens to be about the time um, we're going to get some retrogrades and st stations of Jupiter and Uranus. So they're going to, Jupiter and Uranus are going to make some motion that week and Mercury is going to get out of its retrograde shadow. So we're going to finish up with the Mercury retrograde for sure that week. And we're going to look at our uh, epiphany that we've had. And Mercury and the sun are going to meet up again but not for a little while yet, not until they're in Virgo, because Mercury will follow the sun along it behind the sun. So they'll catch up in Virgo, and that will bring us more information about what we might have learned today. And that's Mercury's favorite sign. So so we've got lots of, lots of connections. Things don't just happen and then go away. We create famous points when we have eclipses. These, these moments are for us to pay attention to. So if you have a famous point in your chart, say you have something at 24 degrees Cancer, 24 degrees Capricorn, you're going you're gonna to feel some reverberations of that for the next few weeks. And then we have the eclipses at the end of December and then in January, and you know the next set of eclipses, which we won't have, thankfully for six months, <laughs> and we don't have to deal with this intense energy. And we can relate back you know, to what we learned this time. 
I found these eclipses exhausting. Um, they always give me an enormous amount of energy, but also it creates a lack of sleep. So, you know, by the end of them, I'm just exhausted. And so I think if you feel that way, get some extra rest. You know, we're still in cancer. We still are going to have Venus in cancer this week. Mercury's still in cancer. Take some nurturing time for yourself self-nurture is if if you've got to do some nurturing take a hot bath spend some time at the beach go to the pool the the you know the water the water is nurturing right now venus is still in cancer this week use it to be nurturing venus is a lovely nurturing planet we want to do it to you know use that energy to be self-nurturing and kind to ourselves especially after all this intensity calm down the answers will come far more easily when we're clear and listening to them. We can get epiphanies during eclipses, but you know sometimes the energies are just so revved up, we're just going, 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 and we can't stop. We have to keep moving. And when we can kind of take a little step back and see what we've accomplished, then we can rest a little bit and make sure that our energy gets restored and our energy gets a moment of you know, peace and serenity and quiet. And that's what I have felt these last days have been about getting some serenity and some peace in our lives. So thank you, the sun in cancer for being there this month for us, teaching us things. And as we move forward into Leo, you know, get that sun. That's another good time to go to the beach because the sun is in Leo and we are experiencing it in its brightest know place it loves being in it loves being in leo so thank you for listening i'm deb mcbride this is my astrology podcast i am available at deb at debmcbride.com for astrology sessions i do everything remotely unless you are in costa rica i am available for astrology sessions uh if you have questions about this podcast you can be welcome to email me i am on twitter at deb astrology and instagram at deb astrology I also have a YouTube channel, uh, Deb McBride Astrology, where I have discussed the eclipses, where I've discussed the Saturn-Pluto and the nodes. So have a look at those. Uh, A lot of people are telling me they are learning a lot from these. So I'm excited to hear that. And I wish you a good week and see you on the other side when we're in Leo. Thanks for listening.